welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast Minisodes. Today I have an email from Carrie. She writes, A few years ago I began questioning my Mormon belief system. My doubts led me to examine some of the ways that I had been damaged by these beliefs. I have two teenage sons and I realized that I was leading them down the same path I had been in for so long and was doing it for a belief system that I now see as hurtful and untrue. I served a full-time mission. My father died of a sudden heart attack while I was serving. My mission president told me the news and he said, the brethren advise you to stay. That was it. No compassion, no option. If I chose to go home, it was not right and I had to pay for it. So I stayed and I didn't go home for the funeral. It has affected me ever since then. I wasn't able to grieve and that was not right. I told myself all kinds of things to make the situation better. I tried to make myself feel special because I had sacrificed so much for the work of the church. Whenever I told people that this had happened to me, that I did not go home for my parents' funeral because I chose to stay on a mission, it was clear that they felt uncomfortable, and so did I. There was no way to make it seem right. I was a young girl, away from friends and family, scared and grieving, but the Lord was asking me to sacrifice it all for his work. What kind of loving God would do that? But the church requires sacrifice and that's what we do. I have two mission-aged sons. A few years ago, when I began questioning my faith, I also questioned the way I was parenting. I questioned the necessity of the sacrifices I was asking my own sons to make. I realized that their goodness and worth has nothing to do with the sacrifices they make for God and everything to do with how they love and treat other people. I stopped encouraging blind faith and simply encouraged them to continue being good young men. I let them know that what they want and think matters to me, even if it differs from my opinions. It became my goal to make expressing their feelings and desires safe. Missionary service, especially for young men, is not conducive to opinion or free thought. It is a shame-filled requirement with very little room for individuality. Here is an answer to the question, why is the requirement to serve a mission so harsh for young men? This is on the church's website, and it's definitely what is taught to young men on Sunday. So she included a link to the church's website, and I... I'm going to share it with you because I think this is, it, it demonstrates her point so perfectly. So this is on the church's website, churchofjesuschrist.org, and it's in their new era section, which is for the young adults. So of course, you know, it's for the people preparing to go on a mission. And the title of this is Why is there so much pressure on young men to go on a mission? Isn't it a personal decision? And then this is the the answer. It says, The personal decision each young man must make is whether or not he will fulfill his priesthood duty to serve a mission. As President Thomas S. Monson has said, quote, 
every worthy, able young man should prepare to serve a mission. Missionary service is a priesthood duty, an obligation the Lord expects of us who have been given so very much. Young men, I admonish you to prepare for service as a missionary. (sighs) Wow, okay, it continues. Preparing for a mission is part of a young man's ironic priesthood experience. It is his duty, and he should feel the appropriate weight of that duty. Of course, he should not serve a mission simply because it's expected or because he feels pressure. He should serve because he desires to share the restored gospel of Jesus Christ with others. But as he prays about serving a mission, he should also remember that by receiving the priesthood, he has already accepted the sacred responsibility to warn, expound, exhort, and teach, and invite all to come unto Christ, including by serving as a full-time missionary. If young men are not able to serve because of poor health or disability, they are honorably excused. Okay, so before I get back to Carrie's letter, I just, I just had to say a few things here. So, it's so, (laughs) I just can't handle it. They say, well, yes, it's the young man's decision, but then they say over and over that it's an obligation expected by God and it's their duty, which I have to, you know, stop myself from giggling every time I say duty. I'm a 12 year old. It's fine, but they don't ever refer to it as a choice. They, they, at the very beginning, they say it's a personal decision, but then every other word used in regards to this is it's part of your obligation. And since you accepted the priesthood when you were 12, <laughs> you were a 12 year old boy and you accepted the Aaronic priesthood. And by doing so, you, you accepted this responsibility. They called it a responsibility to serve as a full-time missionary. And I mean, this is straight, straight from their website. So I'm I'm glad. Thank you, Carrie, for sharing that because it really does show perfectly the pressure. Oh, and I just want to say at the end there, how it says if they're not able to serve because of poor health or disability, then they're quote unquote honorably excused. Like, so you have to be sick or have some kind of something else that's not helping. Like, I don't know, something else that's preventing you from serving a mission. I remember when I was younger, around that age, when boys were going on missions and I felt like some of them would use their health as, I'm not going to say an excuse, but like you could tell they didn't want to go, right? And so perhaps they weren't actually experiencing poor health but they would tell their bishop that they were so that that was the only way they could get out of going because otherwise it's like you're not going what's wrong with you you're a sinner no woman is going to want to marry you blah 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 anyway that just really rubbed me the wrong way okay so back to her letter she writes that's so horrible right it's your choice but it's not your choice exactly exactly It's a sacred duty that you agreed to when you were 12. That's so, mm, so messed up. 
I have removed any expectation on my part for my boys to serve missions, and I've made it clear I don't think anyone should pressure them. Now that it's fully their choice, neither wants to go. Yay! <laughs> the amount of pressure put on young people of the church is enormous. It is so sad and so unfair to them and to the parents who are told that they aren't doing it right if they don't produce a perfect servant for the church. The stigma and pressure for these boys is terrible. I would love to hear a podcast on how the church pressures and damages young men and women. Yeah, um, thank you. Thank you, Carrie, for writing in. I really think that's a great point. And I think Sarah and I have touched on it a little bit, but it would be really great to do a full-length episode on this and to even get feedback from you listeners about your experience in either being pressured to go on a mission or I know that a lot of young women feel the pressure to get married really young but everything you said is so spot on I'm so happy that you have this wonderful real relationship with your young boys and they don't feel that pressure and they can do what they want and honestly not be controlled by the church anymore Thank you for joining me on this mini-sode. I really enjoy doing them and making them for you, and I hope that you enjoy them too. If you want to send us anything, please feel free to email us at notsomollymormonpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at notsomollymormonpodcast, and you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash notsomollymormon. Have a good week. We'll talk to you later.